the candle going. I'm on my therapy couch. Oh, you're chasing your chase? Oh my god. Yeah, the <laughs> thing that apparently makes me gay. I was I thought it was called a chess. Chase. The chase. Is it a chase? Okay. No, there's a there's a joke with that that <laughs> involving <laughs> Jess and Mitchell, and it's fucking hilarious. Need another pillow. Did did you 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 actually texted her, right? Yeah, I was what like, oh, sorry for, like, how dare I be correct? What did she, she say? Was like, she was like, what are you talking about? Well, no, like, I, went, I went in there, and she was like, what the fuck is this? And I was like, you don't remember? And then I gave her, like, really vague context clues, and she was like, oh, oh, shit. And I was like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's the couch now. Pretty funny. <sighs> um, how are you recording from your thing? Oh, you don't have your mic. You're using your headset. Yeah, because I yeah he's being good... special. Oh man, Mitch, did I did I did I? Tell I'm on you my that? third beer and I'm have a nice candle going. Oh man, you know what? Speaking of beer, <sighs> I think I'm gonna go have a glass of wine. I don't know. Wait, how. do I well, have beer? I will be no, but right. I have whiskey. Ha ha! I'll be back. I will. I will be right back because I'm gonna go have a glass. Drunk hammer. Yes. Oh no, that everybody's gonna randomly leave me. Yep. Um, Have fun keeping the podcast alive while we're gone, bitch. Oh God. Um. What, what, what should I talk about? Um. Hi guys. This is Mitchell. also keep in mind I can hear you because I'm on my wireless headphones. Hi Philip. I get to say things to you. Um. When you don't get the respond. Um. Sometimes I wish you cleaned your car out a little more. That would be helpful. Um, honestly, not too bad, though. Surprisingly, always smells okay. It's never, like, rancid, and I'm very surprised about that fact. Not sure how that happens, but it's always nice to get in the back of the car, and it's like a random book that I can start reading, and I get motion sickness from it on the Highway 21. Um... Because apparently I can't really read a book while in the car. Fun fact. Um, when I was young, my grandma would drive us places and she had the mad ability of reading a book while driving on like 290. I think that's the reason why I'm not afraid of dying. Because I already faced that fear as a little child. Um, so yeah. <laughs> okay, hold up. Hold the fuck up, Mitchell. That that M- Mitchell, that was a bit dark. <laughs> what was? Uh, Mitchell was telling us why he no longer fears death. <laughs> uh, are we getting existential already? No. 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 Mitchell was telling the story about how whenever his uh, whenever he was younger, his grandmother would drive on the highway while reading a book. Oh, you mean you've accepted death because you've been in situations <laughs> which you were certain that it was an inevitability. Yeah, this is like I-10 and 290. Okay, so. yeah, no, I, I, I experience that every time I get in the car with my mother. <laughs> so you're just like... Okay, your mother's a different animal, though. Your mother just like straight up doesn't... Those aren't she, speed she, limit she, signs. Those are speed suggestions. Those signs. are speed suggestions. No, 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 no. It, honestly, it's not even that. It's the, ah, uh, yes, I'm going to pass a trail of car, a trail of cars four cars long on a sing- on, on a single stripe road going up a hill and I'm at the crest and I'm like not even close to the crest of the hill. So I have a solid 30 seconds of not knowing what the fuck's on the other side and like, fuck it. If I die, I die. And I'm in the, I'm the passenger seat like ah! the entire time. See, this is, I think this is the reason why you go to sleep in cars. 
Because <laughs> you're so that... used to just passing out so you don't see death coming. Yeah, no, I'm starting to think that has something to do with it because, like, if I'm driving with my mother and I don't sleep, I have, I have, I get closer than I, I've ever gotten to having honest to God panic attacks because I'll start freaking the fuck out because she'll do these crazy ass maneuvers and I'm like, <laughs> the entire time. Or I'm like, mom, please don't, don't do this. I'm literally begging you, do not do this. She's like, yeah, it's going to be fine. And then she swerves out and there's just, a fucking 18 wheeler barreling down it she's like i can beat him and i'm like ah, <laughs> no and yeah it's it's great i love it yeah. so much well guys this is a warhammer age of sigmar podcast i would just like um, to remind you we spent the last 30 minutes talking about manga yeah facts um hi Big guys fact. welcome my name is mitchell how are you doing <laughs> you just you just had a quick like session with me and while well, i just tried my best to keep a podcast alive with nobody here um yeah get fucked <laughs> <laughs> that was interesting get fucked i was gone for like 20 seconds no, no you were not you went through a whole entire conversation well you you were not here for a- anyway time. anyway welcome welcome back to lorecast eternals i'm phil i am jacob I already introduced myself. And once again, again, my name is Mitchell. There you go. (sighs) But yeah, we are late once again. This one's my fault. Man, I can hear my cat screaming outside my door. I'm just glad that it's not coming across the microphone. It would be pretty funny, though. Uh, Would you kindly shut the fuck up? I wouldn't say it's all your fault, Mitchell, because I, I, I had like some really bad fucking acid and whatnot. and It kind of laid me out for a couple days. So that certainly didn't help. Yeah. Apparently Thursday I sounded like death. So Mitchell and Phil were just like, go to sleep. <laughs> uh, well, uh, other than that, um, as typical, um, we like to thank our Patreon members for helping us support. Um, well, making this podcast barely possible with gas yep. money um, because we it all did way easier. too far. It definitely makes yeah. it easier. Yeah. Shout um, out I, to so, the podcast as always. We actually got um, a couple new members. We got John, Uncle Kugath, and Bailogs. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. So, yeah, there you if, go. If it's not, we're sorry. We we suck. Now, continuing. That's, that's um, what we got. <laughs> what was what this podcast about this go around? We're covering Bellacore, but we're not just covering Bellacore. We're doing the good old fashioned what we did with Grungy. Not Grungy. Um. Why am I forgetting his name? Angry Dwarf. I, I'm not going to help him. I enjoy watching him suffer. Angry Dwarf. Mrs. Felix. Um. There's I just like no way clear, you clear. Don't I know remember. exactly who he's talking about. I'm just not helping him. Oh, 100%. I know. I know he's trying to talk about but like. Patrick, there we go. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> Got it. That's my boy. Um, yeah, you could really, if you were here, you could see. You probably felt the clog starting. Oh, um, I could, I could hear the steam <laughs> engine going. Um, we're covering Bellacore. Old today. World. Old we? world. Old world. Old world. Yeah. Old world. I feel like that's not what we said we were going to cover for Bellacore, but also like, well, when you consider that, like. Cursed guys of Bellacor and the entirety of like all of his lore comes from this 50 page 
book of Broken Realms that I have on top of my bookshelf that I am borrowing from like one of my best Warhammer friends. Thank you, Sam. Um, the main man. I need, I, I need to scan that and send y'all all that so y'all can read that. And do we just want to yeah. turn? Do we just want to turn this into a two-parter? Old world, Be- old world Bellacore and the AOS. Oh Bellacor? no, that, that, that's exactly what I stated. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, oh, I was a bad podcaster and didn't read the notes, but I know Mitchell well enough that I knew what he was trying to do the whole time. Yeah. Okay. Man, I thought we were covering all of it, so I covered like everything. I was reading up on, you know, Bellacore, the Siege of the Nicarum, the, uh, the, the, not the Crimson Skies, damn it. Why can I not think of this? Fucking curse, skies? Cur- curse Skies? Thank you, Curse Skies. Fuck me. And I there think I've always go. been saying it wrong. I don't think it's ever been the Burning Skies of Bellacore. Yeah, I, no, it's, it's been Curse Skies. I have no idea where we got Burning Skies from, but like, oh, fuck no. it. I think, I think the Burning Skies was an event that happened. I think that's, um, with Archeon, though. Yeah, Battle of the Burning Skies. Realistically, we've been using Bellacore as a crutch for so fucking long on <laughs> on the uh, the message selection part of the Patreon that I think it just kind of all merged into one. Yeah, our, our Patreon threatened to rebel against us because we have <laughs> we've been, um, we've been trying to voting. do so we've we, been trying we have to do episode Bellacore. voting for our Patreons, and we give them a list of three topics, and they pick the one that they want to do. Uh, but at literally every single vote. For the past like six months, there's been at least one since February. Since February, oh, so so longer since February. Um, there's been at least one that's been about Bellacore every single time. Nobody's picked it. Like, keep in mind, it's almost February. It almost won the first or second time. Like, we almost got it. And then like, I think one of us got salty. And I think it was me because I actually really wanted to do Bellacore. We didn't get us so, like, fuck it. I'm just going to do it again. And then we just kind of picked it up and ran with it. Yeah. At yeah. one point, like none of us had any good ideas as to what to do for the next one. And literally it was a race to see which one of us could spit out the name Bellacore first. <laughs> yeah. Because we're, <laughs> we're, we're all sitting here looking Bellacore at each other first. like, man, what the fuck are we going to do? And then I think it was Mitchell, which was like, I call Bellacore. And I was like, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Me and fucking Phil were like, God damn it. No, that's exactly what happened. Cause that was the one when I had the origins of Sigmar, because I was like, fuck, what's something good I can talk about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, uh, so yeah, finally we got sick and tired of that, so we gave them the option option between uh, Bellacore fantasy history or fantasy origin, Bellacore um, in Curse the skies. age of Sigmar, and then Bellacore cursed skies. And, and our our entire patron was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" <laughs> we, gave we were you like, options. "Look, we really want to do it's Bellacore, an illusion, you're not but it we gave you options. <laughs> we gave you options, but this is going to end up being a Bellacore uh, episode, regardless of what you think." Yeah. But yeah, we still love you, Patreon. Thank you. Please give us your money. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. So here we are. So here we are. Uh, So today, we're normally a Age of Sigmar podcast, but today we're a fantasy podcast because we're covering the origins of Bellacore. Welcome to Ratcast Eternals. Hey, oh, Eternals, (laughs) (laughs) bro. We are 130% rats. I approve of this. Oh, fuck. Somebody oh. should put that onto a uh, a t-shirt. Well, especially with the news I gave you all of like um Sorry, the the cogs are turning again. Oh, are you um, talking about that time that you used to sleep with rats? No, Ikrit. I slept with Ikrit. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> um when I was telling you about how Ikrit um yeah, Ikrit yeah. is still alive and I was like <laughs> 
we're right. Yeah, so that was now. that was something very surprising. <laughs> that real quick, we'll just make a short little tangent out of this. Um, but Mitchell called me up one day and was like, "Hey, by the way, do you know Icket Claw is still alive?" Which, by the way, whenever we play Total War Warhammer, both Jacob and I fucking love playing rats. Um, I love Clan Eshin. He loves uh, Molder and Scryer, which. Well, Scryer is uh, my main. Scryer is the one that I love the most, but Mulder is definitely second. Yeah. And then uh, Icket Claw is the leader of Clan Scryer. So, of course, once we found out that uh, Icket Claw was still alive, we were all like, holy shit. Which is no, he's no, did he, he manage that? He's no longer Icket Claw. He's Icrit. And he's been dead for thousands of years, but lives in a mechanical robot suit like the Mechanicum does. So he's, he's Rat Mechanicum. You mean more like a Dreadnought? <laughs> Or or a dreadnought, yes, that is able to reincarnate like a stormcast because he stole that from. <laughs> um, yeah, he literally. Yeah, he literally uh, captured a stormcast eternal and then and and then killed him just so he could watch how the uh, apotheosis worked. And like his soul is split, so he has half of Hamukar's soul inside of him. Well, Hamilcar has half of Ikrit's soul. Fucking Hamilcar? Yes. Of fucking course. <laughs> yeah. And, and then he also, has, course. he also has his own personal pocket dimension that lets him travel between the mortal realms without the use of the realm gates. Yeah. Or a, uh, or a Skaven Nahal. Yeah, dude, that book was wild. Like, the first, like, three hours was hella boring to me, and I got really sick and tired of, like, how Hamilcar always spoke, but, like... Three minutes and three seconds in, I was like, or three hours and three seconds, I was like, this book rocks. This book pretty good. It's pretty good. Okay. Um, continuing. Right, back on topic, we're, though. Bellacor. We're this. We are a Warhammer Fantasy podcast. Bellacor. Who is Bellacor? What is Bellacor? <laughs> we're a Warhammer Fantasy podcast. How is Bellacor? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh God. Okay, so Bellacor. Uh, for those who don't know who Bellacor is, Bellacor is one of the most important demons of, and technically he's a demon prince, but we'll circle back around to that. Um, he is one of the most important demons in the entirety of both Age of Sigmar and Fantasy. The only one who comes close to rivaling his importance would probably be like Scarbrand or Kabanda or. Um, uh, fucking two-headed bird man. One sees the past, one sees the future. Kairos. What? Kairos. Kairos, Fate Weaver. He's like up there with them, and e even then, to a certain extent, he's almost more important because of his duties. He has... So, well... Um, uh, keep in mind, the time period that we're talking about is still in the world that was. So this is the old world, the fantasy world, all that good jazz. The world that exploded, that created the realms, which we're not sure of how many actual number there is, that we just know there's like nine realms, there's I think. There's at least nine. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Yeah. There's at least nine. Well, yeah, at least is a very well, is a very good way to put it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, uh, Bellicor, uh so before the, before basically any kind of recorded history at the very dawn of life in the world that was Bellacor was a human and he was one of the uh, first... no we don't we don't know what Bellacor was we actually no that's very fair Bellacor was a mortal was human, but way. we just know he was a mortal of some Bellacor of some was variety. a thing that existed um, and he lived 
in the north. Yeah, most likely. So, well, considering where uh, where the first chaos shrine was, it's a safe bet that he lived in the north. Uh, for those yeah. of you who don't know, in the world that was, um, the basically the entire northern, um, like polar cap, was just a, an entire wasteland of chaos magic. This was where the demons lived. Well, that's actually because of the um, the fucking the gates, the polar gates. But that's a whole other fucking thing yeah. with old ones and fantasy lore. Yeah, but which we're not going to get into. It, it, because it's not just while like we're... demons like it cold. There is a reason for that. Yeah. Well, no, we yeah, are a Warhammer it, it fantasy is... podcast for this week. We're not a Warhammer fa- fantasy podcast for a year. We cannot explain all exactly. that. There exactly. There you go. If you pay us more money, we'll consider it. But <laughs> <laughs> God damn, can you can you sound more like a money grubbing cunt? <laughs> I mean, I could, Jesus but you'd have to Christ. pay me for that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, fuck this i'm out (laughs) (laughs) no but in all seriousness uh so bellicor was a something that lived in the north um he was more than likely one of the first lived in the north probably probably again the big thing about bellicor is we actually don't know shit about his origins the reason i say that he is is literally the first demon prince yeah. So the reason I say that he probably lived in the north is because the location of the first mortal shrine to chaos is in the north. So it's kind of a safe bet. But you're right. We don't technically know as far as I'm aware. Um, but he lived somewhere and he was one of the first worshippers of chaos. And he was the first mortal worshipper of chaos to transcend to demonhood, creating the first demon prince. Yeah. There you go. Way. <laughs> um and it's weird um because nowadays you have all these demon princes and all demon princes except Bellacore have their alignment. So like you have demon princes of Corn, Slanesh, Nurgle, Zeen. I think you can technically have unaligned demon princes, but it's just very uncommon. Well, the different I, the difference. No, 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 is no. That... You are right. No, you are right. You are right. My bad. You are right. There are only aligned ones because of him. That's right. Yeah. Uh, um, un- unaligned demon princes, I think, are more of a forty k thing. Yeah. yeah really I, know, I know. I know Lorgar, and I think Portarabo are are. Well, I know Lorgar is a chaos undivided demon prince, de- demon primarch. Well, no, and I think he's a demon Lorgar, primarch, which is primarch yes. from a demon prince. Well, yeah. no, no, they're just. They're just Primarchs who turn into demons, but realistically, like, it's the same process. Like, if a, if a human yeah, became fair. a demon print, you know, ascended the demonhood, but was undivided, it'd be an undivided demon prince. But, like, the only difference is that Primarchs are dummy thick and humans aren't. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, okay, anyway. But, yeah, point, point being is un, un, um, undivided. I, I, I might be wrong, but I, undivided demonic entities are more of a 40k thing. Yeah. yeah. Not to mention, and, I'm pretty sure after him, they kind of looked at that and they were like, you know what? I don't think we're going to do that again. Oh, well, that's, exa- well, that's exactly what happened. In the very they... beginning, it was great for them because they're like, yeah. oh, my gosh, he's because Bellacor, I believe, almost once ruled the entire old world. Like, yeah, no, he did. Yeah, he so was according... just a menace because his power he has now in Age of Sigmar is greatly a fraction of what we yeah. of what he had yeah, he which is, is pretty so is fucking terrifying because even as a frat even with a fraction of his old power he is still horrifically like potent when it comes to killing things yeah 
Well, when you really think about it, he's gaining more power because he's getting followers that specifically worship him. So he's getting yeah. more power from that. Um, but he had all of the grace of all the four chaos gods. So he was really a, a demon prince times four, and they didn't know how much power to actually give him. And he yeah. really ruled, and he got to the point where he's kind of really yeah. cocky. So, um, yeah, and that's that's the big thing, is that he was the mortal, or the, I shouldn't say mortal because he becomes a demon prince. He was the physical manifestation of chaos upon the world that was. He ruled basically the entirety of the world that was. Yeah, I, I would say it's pretty accurate. Yeah, hold up, hold up. Ali's starting shit. Uh, but, um, the, the thing that kind of, let's say, caused Bellacor's fall from grace, uh, you know, when all of this shit first happened was, you know, a, a, as he trapezed along the mortal realms, gaining more victory and more power, the chaos gods would kind of fight over him. Like they each, all the chaos, each chaos god wanted him to be theirs to lead their armies to victory and to bow before them and them alone and they would kind of fight the other chaos gods for bellicor like brothers playing over a toy basically i i have this perfect analogy it's probably not perfect but imagine you're growing up and you have four brothers and like your parents adopted a dog you're those four brothers are gonna fight for the undivided attention of that dog consistently but once they graduate high school and leave, they they're kinda, gonna they're kind of just don't pay attention to it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, sorry, I had I had to go track this down real quick. Ali just told uh, Chungus that uh, we buy all of our friends Warlord Titans. <laughs> none of you are none of you are friends. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Where did you, I mean you seriously? Wait, where did you say this? It was in it was in our our Discord, not the not the ah. actual. But yeah, no, I saw that and I was like, "Wait a minute, hold up!" I'm not buying anybody Warlord Titans. No one. Which I ain't even buying me a Warlord no Titan. No one gets fuck. shit. <laughs> Nobody gets a goddamn thing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, somebody kind of dropped the hint of like like Silent King again today, and I'm like, <laughs> even a hint. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> uh, fuck. Where was I? Um. Oh yeah, you're talking about the dog analogy and shit. So yeah, like that. That's kind of what happened. And Bellacor would kind of use this to his advantage to gain more power and whatnot. And eventually, the Chaos Gods just kind of got tired of him. Not like they were angry with him, but just the Chaos Gods are fickle. And after a while, they're just like, eh, he doesn't really, you know, strike our fancy anymore. What if so, I just put all my power into? Well, not all my power, but what if I just give the same amount of power to a guy that's completely devoted to me? Basically. So exactly. two, two, thi two things came of that. Basically, all four of the Chaos Gods decided that they were never going to, like, combine their Wonder Twin powers to make a Demon Prince of all four Chaos Gods ever again. Because, you know, that means that, like, they don't... That, they don't really have control over them. They don't have control over that. That, that Demon Prince technically doesn't have to work for any of them. And that they were going to start looking elsewhere for their kicks. And so other other mortals started gaining 
Chaos God, the Chaos God's favor and getting power and ascending and things like that. And Bellacor got really fucking jelly over it. Like he was but, not well, every single time that a new demon prince was created, he lost a bit of power too because they took that power from him. So Bellacor wasn't very happy about this and started trying to like keep it from happening. And we don't really know what he did, but through he somehow managed to turn the chaos gods feelings of indifference towards him to uh, fury. And he did something or uh, the assumption is that he did something to try and keep the chaos gods from making other demon princes or something along those lines. And um, he, and the chaos gods got mad at him. And according to Philip, it was Zinch who actually did the first blow, uh, ended his free trial to being a, uh, you know, physical being. (laughs) Yep. He got banished to the chaos realm. Yeah, so what I read uh, is that basically <clears throat> Bellacor, so part of it was Bellacor would look down on mortals, which he had once been, and was basically like, yeah, all of you are fucking useless. Um, and I, this was while he was ruling over everything. He was like, all of you are fucking useless, and I have no need for you. So Zinch was like, mm, I'm the changer of ways. I'm a change that. And so, yeah, he cursed Bellacor, just stripped him of a bunch of his magical ability again this is why we were saying he is greatly reduced but stripped him of a bunch of his magical power and then um uh denied him physical form basically just like uh no you don't get a physical body anymore i'm taking that back from you well the funny thing about that is bellacor has always been a creature of shadow and illusion and whispers even when he had even before all the bullshit happened that was that was just kind of his shtick was darkness shadow illusion you know all all of that and it's it's, it's Zinch kind of threw that in his face because he was like oh you think you're like a creature of shadow here be an actual fucking creature of shadow bitch yeah it's kind of like the difference between um primarch korax versus demon korax if you know that if you get that reference yeah we gotta start a 40k podcast shut the fuck up don't don't you dare say those words don't fucking (laughs) don't don't take me down this path mitchell we can do it as a full-time job <laughs> Fuck. oh bro dude i'm going to school for a full-time job i don't need two jobs at the same time oh but no, god um, but no so uh they cursed him and basically turned him into a creature of shadow now at this point he's basically a demon like that's that's what he is at this point is he's he was once mortal but now he is whole ass demon and well, just well, as that's one... kind of how demon princes work phil well, no, because like demon princes can still they still have their physical bodies. Demons don't technically have physical bodies. Oh, unless so they possess you, you, something. you mean that like because he no longer possess a physical body, he was more demon than demon prince, essentially. Yeah. Um, I don't know how accurate that is, but I understand what you're trying to say. Yeah. Basically, all I really mean is that like a standard demon prince can kind of, to a certain extent, they can come and go between the realm of chaos as they please. Um, but whereas Del- Bellacor, he's now, he's now strictly a creature of shadow and darkness. So he's like a whole ass demon. So he yeah. isn't, he isn't really capable of wandering the mortal realms anymore. He's capable um, only under two circumstances. One of those circumstance circumstances is he actually gets summoned by like a chaos worshiper and like what oh, God, I'm forgetting all my words today. Um, inhabits a body. Yeah. 
possesses a body. That possesses the word I was looking for. There you go. Number two, um, which is now his main job because he was once the person who was supposed to be this, but is no longer and not even classified as like number zero. Um, but to crown the ever chosen. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, back in the world that was, uh, being the ever chosen was basically the equivalent to becoming the new Bellacore. You were Chaos's representation, physical representation on the world that was. So, Archeon is the 13th yeah, Ar- ever chosen. Yeah. So, Bellacore's big plan had always been to, uh, um, always been to obtain the crown of domination, which is like the final um, artifact that is required to prove yourself as an ever chosen. Uh, that had always been his goal was to get his hands on that, but he'd never been able to. So as part of this curse, once he was turned into a shadow demon, uh, Zinch granted him access to the crown of domination, but he could never himself hold it. His job was to crown uh, those who made it to him who sought to be the ever chosen. <laughs> so now, um, if if you uh, remember in um, the Infinity Wars saga of the MCU, where you see uh, the red shit, what is his name? It's not the Red Baron, um, but the the Nazi guy who was Captain America's big adversary, red Skull? who is now cursed to watch over and guide people to the uh, the Soul Stone. Yeah, I believe that's Red Skull. Red Skull, there it is. Um, but yeah, <gasps> so basically he he comes up kind of like that. Uh, yes. So yeah, now he's he's basically trapped. Um, in the first shrine to chaos, uh, deep in the mountains in the north, uh, watching over the crown of dominion, and this, this just fills hurt. him with unbridled rage. He he truly at this point he truly hates everyone and everything. But yeah, and then we move into you know actual recorded history. Because yep. keep in mind, this all happened before recorded history. Yep. Seriously, you so there? then do you, you know, do you, the do you, elves do you, rise up. Do you uh, want to something that's actually really funny about um, like Bellacor's punishment and banishment and all that thing that you're talking about? Yeah. So um, when Demon Princes first started coming out that weren't Bellacor and the whole like that, that issue started, there was actually something of like a Demon Prince war essentially because there were a bunch of other Demon Princes that got made and they were all fighting to carve out their own little piece of territory, essentially, for themselves. And ironically, what this did, because this, this is all happening during the first, you know, surge of chaos, when, you know, the realms, when, like, the races of elves and dwarves were still young and shit like that. So, because the War of the Demon Princes got so big and drew so many people in to claim their own territory and their own power it literally it it it, it, it lifted the siege off of Ulfine a little bit like the, the 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 island wasn't besieged near as heavily as it would normally have been and that's what gave the elves the chance to do to to concoct the great vortex which perpetually cock blocked chaos until end times <laughs> yes because the for- the entire purpose of the vortex was to just control magic not only control it to siphon it off because that was the problem was um, 
old one shenanigans that we're not getting into because it's a whole nother fucking dog, essentially, uh, basically. But, you know, there was just magic saturated in every fucking aspect of the planet and the vortex siphoned all that magic off. So there was literally no fuel on the planet in order for demons to exist. So all of the magic that the races that, you know, the races of man, um, elf, lizard man, orc everyone use everyone would use it was just the absolute like just crumbs of what there was because that how much that's how much magic it takes to like sustain demons yeah. for that long and and you know and to, to throw it, in to throw in a 40 it's pretty reference. it's pretty fucking funny that like the I, it's like i use the chaos to kill the chaos <laughs> so to throw in a 40k reference the eye of terror is the only bit or well it used to be the only place in the galaxy where demons could manifest without having to be summoned or something of that nature uh, because it was just a direct hole into the warp. The, the world that was was kind of a similar event. It was so saturated with magic that demons could just wander around. They didn't, they didn't need to be summoned. They could just pop out wherever they wanted because it was so saturated with magic that it was basically a reflection of uh, the realm of chaos. It was a wild place back in the day. It was. It was insane. Shit, shit was yeah, wacky. You gotta throw in like the history of like the Avatar as well. So you got like the whole entire like Fire Nation, Water Nation. Like, dude, the weird. The world was weird back then. Shit was whack. <laughs> uh, yeah, th- that time frame was also. It was also when um, fucking Grimnir fucked off to the north to like perpetually fight chaos demons for all of eternity. Yep. Until Gotrick took o- t- took his place. And then Gotrick got done somehow in some yes. form of fashion. Like all of that wild shit happened like during this that one particular initial surge of chaos during, you know, the before recorded history happened. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, so um this all happens and so now we start moving into recorded history. So Bellacor is now trapped inside of the uh, the first shrine to chaos, forced to crown whoever shows up claiming to uh, want to be the ever chosen. Yeah, and the only time he could ever really be f- set loose on the on the the mortal realm, not the mortal realms, <laughs> um, was whenever he would crown ever chosen, and he would essentially act as advisor. So even when he was allowed to be, you know, unleashed, he was basically on a on leash on by leash. the on leash yeah. by the ever chosen so yeah, yeah. bellacor was fucking angry about it <laughs> yeah and so uh we get to the first ever the first ever chosen Morkar. so Morkar shows up and the the path to get to this shrine is fucking chocked full of demons so it is an incredible feat to get there but Morkar shows up and uh he receives the blessing of the dark gods and <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. Oh my gosh, so, this is where it comes full circle because Bellacor being so angry and angsty is what led Sigmar to stay alive. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, god. So he crowns he crowns Morkar and Morkar leaves him behind in the um shrine to chaos. And th- he Bellacor literally goes insane from his rage. <laughs> He is so fucking pissed by the fact that someone else has achieved what he cannot. Uh, an immortal, no less. 
Well, essentially, it's these mortals are the refined version of what he was like, like, like he like he was the alpha and they are the actual final release, essentially. Yeah. So it's bit. like like basically what all of these ever chosen, you know, scream from the mountaintops that they are like they're built off the template that was Bellacore. Exactly. Except Bellacore has to be around to see it. <sighs> yeah. So um, he crowns Morkar fucking goes flies into a fit of rage and then Morkar goes off and gets his shit kicked in by sigmar sigmar slaps his shit in yeah which really isn't what happened sigmar and Morkar fought for like four straight fucking days or something like that and i thought it was seven oh no i'm thinking some some crazy amount of time i'm thinking of uh sigmar and morka gorka or Gorka Morka. What'd you say? Morka Gorka? Gorka Morka. Band. Like it fucking matters. Not Band. even the orcs know what the right name is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, like fucking Sigmar and Morkar fought for fuck knows how long and Sigmar won because fucking like it's Sigmar, but it was it was a rough fight. Yeah. So. Morka died. Sigmar then after that walked into like the ever the whatever the sunset and became a god. Sigmar uh, fucked <laughs> up and got Sigmar fucked off and got trapped in the winds of his ear or something crazy like that. I, I forget exactly what happened to him, but yeah, he, he got he got plot armored for later. <laughs> into the this is an age of Sigmar podcast, <laughs> basically. <laughs> like, well, technically it was end times, but we don't talk about end times. Nope. Yeah, but um, anyway, so moving, so, you know, time goes on, and uh, Bellacor is actually able to escape from the first shrine. Doesn't Either he... y'all want to take over? Oh, God. Um, doesn't he escape into Mordheim? Um, and it's kind using, of. He kind of uses warp stone in order to kind of put all of his... He's able to manifest himself into Warpstone, but somehow Mordheim was hit by an asteroid? Well, so what um, it is he, he possesses a body. Okay. Uh, he actually possesses the, um, uh, Cardin the second ever chosen. Okay. I don't know if I am getting but this no, right. You, right. He ends up getting trapped in, in Mordheim. And he Mordheim gets hit by an asteroid, I believe, of Warpstone, right? Uh, honestly, I didn't read anything about that. I just read that he was trapped in Mordheim. Um, because I remember reading something that's pretty much go. He kind of read he he lived in Mordheim for thousands of years, looking at the redestruction of the city over and over and over and over again, because the what happened is like all this magic just kept on replaying time for like a 15 minute loop. Oof. So he just kind of like was going insane with that. He was finally able to get out of it, I believe, but like he was so, really going insane with that. For your, for you old school fantasy um, fans, uh, this mortal form that he took ended up becoming known as the Shadow Lord. So if you ever come across some, a reference to something called the Shadow Lord, it's, it's Bellacore. It, yeah, no, it, it's a hundred percent Bellacore. But yeah, so ultimately he does end up believing that he's defeated um, or he's overcome the curse that's been placed upon him. And uh, he decides that he's going to go for the crown of domination again. 
uh, now that he has a physical body. So he gets there, you know, gets up to the crown, goes to grab it, and can't fucking touch it. And the dark gods all just laugh at him. Because they're like, ha, yeah, you stupid bitch, you thought. Yeah, you thought, get, get fucking pranked. Yeah, get wrecked. Get wrecked. Yeah, and literally he became Fortnite so... Dance. He became so fucking mad that he blew up his own body. Yeah, he fucking, like, he, like, raged himself back into the realm of chaos, didn't he? Uh, ba- well, back to the, um, uh, back to the, the first round of chaos. Because, yeah, his, his soul is bound there. But yeah, so he became he becomes so fucking mad and that his power blows up his own physical body and his soul gets yoinked back into the um the first shrine to guard yeah, the crown of dom- domination all over again. Because that's when he was you were saying he was like using the warpstone meteorite thing to like kind of stay anchored to Mordheim and whatnot, and he basically just like blew up the warpstone meteorite because he was so fucking mad essentially. Or something uh, like that. Uh, again, like I said, I didn't read anything about Warpstone, um, but that doesn't mean I it wasn't there. I just I I just didn't see anything about Warpstone. The the what I read was more of a short synopsis because I I on I'm gonna be honest, I thought we were gonna be covering more of Age of Sigmar shenanigans. No, that's fair. Um, I ruin everything. Yes, you do. Well, so. <sighs> I've been, I've, been, I've been trying to find there's this little weird piece of Bellacore lore that I have no fucking idea. This is a bit of a tangent. I have no idea how oh, accurate wow, like it we're is. not known for that. I know, right? I have no idea how accurate it is or isn't. And I tried really fucking hard to find more about it, but um, it, it's, it's in a novel and I couldn't find out what novel it was. It's, it's, I know it's in one of the Archeon novels, but like Apparently, and once again, I have no idea how canon this is or isn't. Get on with it! And it sounds wackish. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Now I'm not. How about that? Wow. Mitchell fucking ruins everything. This is why you're alone. Okay, I'm just gonna like... This is why you're alone. <laughs> um, no, but like, Bellacor is apparently like Archeon's dad, kind of. Okay, I... Oh okay, yeah, I'm that's back. one of those weird lore things so, that that that's not entirely well, true because the what I read was his so Bellacor kind of had like children called half blood demons pretty much, and one of these half blood demons. Um, sorry if this is going to make you angry in former fashion, listeners. Forced um, himself upon someone. Forced himself upon or the blood demon half blood demon thing forced unsavory things happened (laughs) moving on yeah to archeon's mother um was a a nordlander basically it was a norskin and a nordlander and the situation was not fun yeah um and then nine months later no so what i read was like basically like bellacor manipulated time in some way shape or form because um, he had in his possession a, a mad prophet who could basically like predict the future through prophecy. And because demons like technically exist outside of time, Bellacor used this mad prophet to influence events that would lead to Archeon's birth. Because whenever 
Arkham was first born is his um M- M- imperial name was like Diedrich Kushner or, or, or Kushner or something like that. I think his first name was Diedrich. But basically, yeah, basically like um like the, the the town that got raided was supposed to have like warning bells, but like Bellacor used basically wibbly wobbly bullshit and the fact that he had this, you know, praised prophet to literally alter the prophecy so that like the bells never rung. And then like Archeon's mother's husband was supposed to show up and like kill the Norse Raider before things, you know, happened. So then like Bellacor did the fucking time mommy shit in nature. That didn't happen. And then Archeon's mother was going to like drown the baby after it was born. So then Archeon, so then Bellacor wrote that like she died in childbirth and he just literally manipulated fucking time. In Bellacore space, is essentially, a time lord. No, kind of. It's whack. It's all coming together. <laughs> and like, okay, I, okay, hold up. I'm hold like ninety nine percent sure this is bullshit. But God, I hope it's real because that's uh, so a, cool. On a scale of one to uh, flesh eater quartz being Bretonia, like how reliable is this? <laughs> Apparently, it's in one of the Archeon novels, but it's old world, and you know how whack the canon gets in old world. So I have no idea. I haven't found. I haven't found the um the article. I was doing my review. So we're it, looking at like <clears throat> somebody at least thinks that they're Leon Linker, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> that's a level like, of reliability yeah okay because well, gotcha. well, what happened was I, I was doing my review because you know an hour before podcast i always go over my notes and then i do and then i i i, I look a little bit just for a little tidbits of lore in case i missed something in my initial you know research and i was just like on fucking reddit and i saw this thing and i was like well that sounds fucking weird so with 30 minutes left i dug into it and i was like holy shit and apparently, I think it's apparently it's in like it's in one of the fucking Archeon novels where this is explained. I think emphasis on I think it's Archeon Everchosen by fucking oh, I think the, the the author's name starts with an R. I'm not entirely sure, but I think that's the book. It's a two part series. I think the first book in the series is one where it talks about it. I might be wrong, but supposedly it's in a written book. But like I said, old world canon is fucking weird and whack. So like, you know, God knows how accurate it is. But would that not be cool as shit? That'd be pretty cool. Because it also... I just accidentally slammed Hephaestus' head against the wall and I feel bad. But why? I was Someone moving called from... Why would you... Why would you... Why would why would you do this? Why would you do that? I'm just Someone... the worst father ever. Someone call PETA. Obviously, Hephaestus needs to be killed. <laughs> and then they need to send Mitchell flowers. <laughs> oh, I didn't think PETA was that nice. No, that's what they did. They killed that person's dog, and then they were just like, here's a flower bouquet or something along those lines. No, bitch, I want your fucking firstborn. It's not like you're going to be a good parent anyway. Right. But, um, but yeah, no. Okay, no, just, that, was, that was cruel and unusual. And that, that was pretty I, bad, yeah. I, I rescind that statement. I just wasn't going to like give it a response and just like try to forget you said it. But you know, yeah, that's fair. I felt like continuing an apology. Moving on, but no, and the thing about it is like reading that little piece of lore. Honestly, that kind of makes me like Archeon a little more than I did because like I've always been pretty avid about not liking Archeon because he's kind of a Gary Sue. But and oh, I'm no, but, like he's a hundred percent a Mary Sue. But like, like yeah, that being said, I, ha- I haven't read any of his novels or anything. So like, I don't know, like, I, I don't know a whole lot of, of his backstory when it comes to like written novels. Cause I know those normally go pretty deep into backstories of characters. This is just a, from what I know <clears throat> through battle tomes and, you know, things of that nature. But 
that kind of brings the whole like perspective of like it doesn't matter who Archeon was. It was never about the man. It was about the title. Yeah. And it kind of brings an almost like tragic villain aspect to it because like there was nothing that person could have done. That was the fate. That was their fate as written. And like an uber powerful ancient demon from before time existed, literally rewrote fucking reality to ensure, ensure that it happened. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. And like, like I said, I'm almost positive. It's probably not canon. It's just some, you know, like crack smoking authors, you know, you know, headcanon, but like, God, it is pretty fucking neat. I'm not going to lie. All I'm right. Just, I'm, I'm just so, saying. Moving on. Uh, we end up with, we end up at Asavar Cole, who's the next of the ever chosen who's able to make it to the, uh, the Shrine of Chaos. Isn't he the 12th? Uh, I believe yes. so. Yeah, that, yes. I believe yes. that's right. Ezra Cole is probably the coolest. Um, does that what, did, did, does probably that mean... the toughest battle of being the ever chosen? Um, well, because well, he fought the Sigmar 2.0. Magnus, right? Magnus the Pious. Yeah, he's the one who fought <laughs> yeah. Magnus. Yeah, the whole yeah, Magnus was like big dick swinger when it came if, to Empire. If um our boy. Is not the Celestine Prime. Magnus is the Celestine Prime. Prime. <laughs> like there is no doubt. It's it's between those two. No other. Ma- and uh, by Magnus? our boy, we do in fact mean Carl Franz. Summon yes. the Electric Counts. Um, Magnus. He was like a monk before he was like in the Emperor, wasn't he? Uh, Magnus the Pious. Um. I actually don't know a whole. I don't know. A whole uh, he was a nobleman. Him. A nobleman. Okay. And huh, he went to university in Nolm. Huh. Um. But yeah. Well... So just remember, folks. Whenever you buy that pot of Nolm oil to go ahead and shade up your uh, miniatures, you are in fact buying the sweat of Magnus the Pious. I'm okay with this. Um. Do we? So if. Does that mean that Ever Chosen 3 through 11 never got to the first Shrine of Chaos? Uh, well, no, there were a few other, uh, there were a few other ones, like, um, uh, shit. There were other Ever Chosen, but, okay, technically speaking, once you are blessed by all four Chaos Gods, you are the Ever Chosen. But... If you don't have the, um, I think it's part of a prophecy, but basically if you don't have the, the, the crown of domination, like you're, it, you're not going to succeed is basically how it works. Gotcha. <clears throat> so like, if you don't have the, the crown of domination, then you're not, you're not the one who's going to bring about the end times. So basically there were other ever chosen. They were just the ever chosen light essentially. Yeah. The only the according to this, the only ones who have ever actually held the crown were uh Asavar Cole, Archeon, and the Morkar. But don't quote me on that. Yeah. Um, no, no, the big reason why the battle between Azavar Cole and Magnus the Pious is because it kind of like brings in more rage from Bellicor. Because Bellicor is having like a really big self-reflective moment of just like you know. 
if the Chaos Gods didn't, like, curse me at millennia goal, because this man has no self-reflection capability at all about how he's the problem and not the Chaos Gods, um, he's like, I could have killed Sigmar, and none of this would be happening right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that one, Chief. <laughs> <laughs> See, do you know who Bellacor reminds me a lot of when it comes to, like, ambition, ego, and not realizing that he himself is the problem? Nagash? Nagash! <laughs> Nagash! Well, yeah, well, obviously, yes, but different IP. <laughs> <laughs> um, But, yeah, Nagash. Like, they have a lot in fucking common now, don't they? What? Yeah. Evil just... megalomaniacs having things in common? You just. Just? <laughs> okay. Who is... Who stabs himself in the back more, Nagash or Bellacor? Bellacor has At probably point, done Nagash. it for longer. But Nagash's arrogance screws him over way more. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is that Bellacor has the consistency, but Nagash has the bombasticness. Yes, because it's the same mistake that Bellacor keeps on being screwed up, screwed on, while Nagash finds different ways. He's like, <laughs> the spice is the variety of life. Or life is, <laughs> the variety is the spice of life. Um, and Nagash is taking that to heart. Nagash while, is like, God while forbid. While Bellacor I... is like, I'm having my un my unpeppered fried chicken <laughs> for the 300,000th year in a row. <laughs> Dude, Fucking... look at it this way. Bellacor had ambition, and he was going to do something similar to what Nagash was trying to do, and then the Chaos Gods were like, no, 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 go in the box. And Bellacor at that point, once he finally stopped being, you know, an absolute fucking rage monster, was like, mm, I'm not doing that again. I am not going to make that exact same mistake again. Granted, his ego still gets him into trouble, but he does attempt to learn from his mistakes. So very, nowadays, very much, he, he only shows up when he sees the opportunity for victory. He doesn't fight battles that he knows he'll lose um, by deluding himself to believe that he can win. Whereas Nagash, on the other hand... hand. Yeah, Nagash will 100% throw hands with Sigmar if he think if his ego tells him that he can beat Sigmar. Yep. You know, what, what's funny is how Bellacor, at least in, in um, the world that was lore and whatnot, the, the, the multitude of times that Bellacor managed to, like, eke his, his essence out of, out of the, the Realm of Chaos or the, the First Shrine of Chaos that didn't involve an ever chosen because he would like whisper out like hey random chaos lord if you summon me you can totally control my power and then they would do it and Bellacor would pop out and murder him and be like fuck you your shit's now mine and that's how he would have like small bits of time where he wasn't trapped in the first the first shrine how he tended to fuck himself over was by writing checks that his ass couldn't ca cash like his mouth would write checks his ass could not cash because basically his ambition outweighed his ability essentially because he was so much weaker than he used to be that he'd be like yeah i want to like take this guy's followers and go do all this bullshit and this is gonna be great and then this like one random like mortal champion will like show up and velcro be like no i'm a demon i'm gonna fuck you up and then he would just get his shit pushed in yeah and they're like why is this happening and then he'll be like oh it's because i'm like hella fucking nerfed and it happens more times than you would think yeah looking directly so... at you gotrick <laughs> So Asavar Cole um, fights Magnus the Pious outside of Kislev and dies. Um, uh, so then we get to Archeon. So Archeon, uh, the newest ever chosen, 
he shows up, you know, unites all the northern tribes, tribes, and claims all the relics that he needs in order to be in order to be named ever chosen and receives the blessing of the chaos. Actually, no, that's right. He's Archeon's the only one who doesn't receive the blessings, isn't it? Like the chaos gods want to give it to him, but he doesn't accept their blessings, right? No, I'm pretty sure he got the blessings of all four. I just think he uses them more as a means to an end. He doesn't actually drink the Kool-Aid. It's a tool. Or is that, it's, it's or is exactly that um, like um, Porto Rabo? I think is that, I, a, uh, is that an Age of Sigmar thing where he's like, no, I'm, I reject their blessings. But like at this point, I'm balling so hard that they can't they can't tell me to fuck off. No, Pretty I much. think I think you're thinking of Abaddon because that's Abaddon hardcore in 40k was he doesn't really have any blessings from chaos. He just has like hella good war gear man i really really fucking wish games workshop would stop naming all of their big fucking bads with a's <laughs> because yes i think you're right i think i am getting abaddon and archeon confused oh what's the I mean, one they're the same fucking character in they, in, they in, in, in certain aspects the same character the so, 13th you know. black crusade the 13th, 13th ever, ever chosen. chosen oh god <laughs> You got Archeon, Arcan. What's uh, guys? I'm forgetting every single name today. Angron, Abaddon. What's the um, Thousand Sons? Magnus the Red. No, second in command. Oh, fucking oh, um, Aramon. Fuck yes, Aramon. Yeah. They're all A's. Why? <laughs> I mean, God they forbid have shit be in the majority of the time. No, wait a minute. God forbid shit be easy, right? Yeah. yeah. Can you name any fucking character in either Age of Sigmar or um, uh, fantasy or uh, fucking 40k? God, my brain is not working. <laughs> any of them who has a name that starts with like a fucking L? I'm sorry, what? Can you name any character whose name starts with an L from any of Games Workshop's IPs? L L yeah. That's a pretty difficult one. L mm. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I don't mean like some like random minor character. Actually, no, if you can give me a minor character, that'd be nice, but I'm looking for, like, major characters. Lou and Leon Kerr! Okay, name one um, more. No, no, no! <laughs> okay, is, no, but that's, he but that's is kind the of my L point. guy. He is the L guy. But you can't, you can't tell me that doesn't count. <laughs> no, you're right, it does count. But, I mean, look at all the A's they fucking have. Look here, Felhart. He Luther Harkon. To... Okay, now you've given me two, and I'm willing to accept a little more. But still, <laughs> the point being, we have too many fucking A's. I'm not going to lie. I'm 100% looking up how many A names there are. I need to know. There's too goddamn many. Friends. I need to know. Anyway, continue? moving on. No, no, no. This is too important now. <laughs> this is too important. Okay, L. Dude, we have a high of 87 tomorrow. Okay, there's a fucking lot in 40k. 
a big elves? one, a big one being Lehman fucking Russ. <laughs> oh, fuck, Lion yeah. L. Johnson, Logan yeah. Grimnar. No, that yeah. Lucius the Wait. Eternal. Okay, yeah, no, that is fair. We we just suck. Yeah, we do. The problem is you asked me to do something and my brain was like, oh yes, all the knowledge I have. It's like that time I was like, name a time I did this. How dare you come to me complaining about this <laughs> oh problem? My God. And you're like, oh and you're like, God damn it. I wasn't those prepared old, for this. Dude, those old fucking tax prompts. Right about a time that you did this. It's like you it's fucking like, you assume that my that my 12-year-old ass has done things. Well, no, yeah. the problem is by the mere action of asking me to remember something of that time frame now, my brain is going to fucking control all delete all information pertaining to it, and I'm just gonna be fucked. Guys, we've gotten to the point where I feel like we really have to explain what tax was to people out of state. It's called a Texas Academic Knowledge Assessment thing, test, crap, survey. Um, I don't know. Um, it was our standardized test. It's now like the star test for it's, all you. At least it was the star test. I don't know if it still is. Actually, no. Years. No. I feel bad. I feel bad for you two because my class was the last class to take the tax test, and by the we time took I both. But oh, yeah, yeah we, 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 okay. we took both, but the star test when we took the star test, it never mattered. <laughs> so well, people would just purposely fail them. Didn't when y'all take the star test, it was like absurdly fucking hard. The first year it was. Yeah. Second year was uh, yeah. extremely easy. Yeah, I remember like like the very first round of star tests, like teachers failed those things. Yeah, and it was funny because like it was all shit that was relevant and all shit that like, you know, looking looking back on it now i look at that and i'm like yeah no i could expect someone to like know this shit the issue is that you know the way they ask Texas standardized testing is not known for you know it's it's not known for being the best test it's meant for like the absolute bare minimum now granted to those people who did not do well in their star or tax it there's an entirely different thing between being an excellent te test taker and not doing and just like yeah, not like it. you can There's be an extremely intelligent person but you know you're you're you can't take a test to save your fucking life because anxiety or whatever the fuck and like to a certain extent that sucks for you and i'm sorry so <clears throat> or you can be my brother and purposely fail it so you get out of the entire summer of doing housework building a home and wait what? Just, just to me wait, or you could what? just be ross do you remember what Ross did uh, whenever whenever we were to told to take the star exam in fifth grade? This should be, no, this should because be, I didn't. This should be good. No, Ross. <laughs> oh, he you never heard this story? Isn't the oh, one where dude. he just went to go masturbate in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> He's like, I can't figure out the question. Oh, it's not no. clarity will help. No, let's so... go rub one out and get hit with some like post not clarity to help my fucking class score. I would like to remind you that this was fifth fucking grade at the time. Only what half of us had hit fuck? puberty at that point. Oh this man, not, that's some, some nine thousand IQ thinking there, Mitchell. But no. Oh uh, fuck. No, so um. If I remember correctly, the story was that Ross overheard a couple of the teachers talking uh, because we were taking both the we were taking both math exams, the star and the tax. 
And so uh, Ross was talking to one of the, or Ross overheard a couple of the teachers talking and they were like, oh yeah, the start exam doesn't actually mean anything. So Ross became such a complete fucking hassle. Like wouldn't shut up, wouldn't sit down, like kept doing everything wrong. Um, that he got himself ejected from the test room during the star exam. No shit. Yeah, but it didn't mean anything. So like, what the fuck were they going to do to him? I yeah, I mean, yeah. So he just and at this time he was really good friends with the ISS teacher. So he just sat in ISS all day, like fucking around on his phone. Imagine being in trouble so much. You're good friends with the ISS teacher. <laughs> okay, you know Ross. Ross yeah. would get up to head ass shit that was never like. It Ross was never is also really nothing bad, but charisma. But yeah, yeah. Ross fucking charisma built to the max. You he know what is I... the definition of a rogue in D and D. I yeah, that's pretty funny. That that yeah. that too is kind of a nine thousand IQ play right there. Like, if the test doesn't matter, fuck it. I'm just gonna make them kick me out. Yeah, yeah. Because he was like, "Why the fuck am I gonna waste my time here when I have other things I could be doing?" And it's like, I, on principle, I kind of agree with you. But anyway, moving on, Archeon. So then Archeon, you know, he gets coronated and he becomes the Everchosen. 13, number 13, whoop. Yep. Uh, so yeah. real, real, real quick, can I interject really quickly? No. Well, fuck you. Uh, going forward, <laughs> um, I'm still kind of stuck on this name thing that Phil had brought up. So I'm looking at a list of names in AOS just because I'm interested. And I've kind of come across a pattern here. So I'm looking at named demons uh, of Zinch particularly right now. And um, the pattern is that the names of Zinch demons are weird really fucking weird and hard yep. to, to pronounce, right? You just rolled a dice, a D26, to see what letter came next. Yeah, so I'm going to name off a couple names here, and I want to tell you if you, if you catch the uh, one of these things doesn't belong here. Petrachskich Zakrothpa Zeishlalshnishnwolf I'm trying my best here. Nizrokpuk Kairos Fateweaver Twix <laughs> did you catch it <laughs> wait say that again can you do the list again I think I may have missed the walk Zyshalth Shiashos Patrickska Kraxpa Nizropkul Kairos Fateweaver Thwixka <laughs> yeah did you catch it i think i got it that time i think i got it yeah <laughs> oh that's stupid <laughs> one of these things just doesn't belong here well no so i have a i have a theory about that <clears throat> okay uh so the other ones because you know how demons always have like an assumed name that they use and then they have like a their actual demon name my guess is that kairos uh kairos fate weaver that's his assumed name all the other ones those are their true names 
Yeah, that's probably true. I just find it really. But yeah, no, the list is fucking hilarious. That like the ones that matter have pronounceable names. <laughs> like, yeah. If the, if the name's difficult, you know they're not important, and they're probably going to get killed by a stormcast eternal. Yep. I was just scrolling through, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like the same thing goes for Nurgle demons, like Blothrax, Bulgothacroft, Clithk, fucking Dolmothkrin. Rodius Rainmaker. <laughs> <laughs> Horticulus Slimyux. And it's just like, yeah, I wonder which one of these ones has more um, FaceTime in books and whatnot, you know? Kugath. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Kugath is in AOS. He is. He is? Yeah. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Kugath is in AOS. Because is, is he? I don't know. We're continuing. We, we've been at this for how long? No, now? no, you're good. You're good. No, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Sorry, I, I didn't mean to deter us for that long, but that, that shit was just funny. <clears throat> oh, my hip flexors. <clears throat> Somebody kill me. <sighs> All right, where, where were we? Um, Archeon. Archeon. I think we, yeah, we were on Archeon. Um,. Because that's around the time that Bellicor gets dunked on by Gotrick, right? I that, think so. Is that, is that a little bit before or a little bit after Archeon? I think it's a little bit before. Kephestus, this is your fifth time coming here, and every single time I pick you up and you run away. Um. Yeah. I I'm think there with Archeon is just like he actually got the crown. <laughs> um, Bellacor was just hella angry. Um, angry. Um, I think what a big difference with this one is is Archeon didn't call him Bellacor much, and Archeon was by far the most long-lived out of all the end times, hence he still live alive in Age of Sigmar. So Bellacor was able to stay in the like the moral realm for a longer period of time and work on his machinations. Um, oh, um, real quick, one thing I will say: uh, uh, Bellacor actually did try to eat Archeon's soul before he could make it to the shrine. Oh. So he he finally ma- he did actually manage to gather enough power to physically manifest one more time. And he was like, I'm going to get you, Archeon. And then, of course, in classic fashion, the plan completely fell apart. <laughs> Dude, classic. Shocking. What I get from reading all this is that Bellacor was just the Nagash of fucking fantasy. Bellacor's is a red shirt. Like, he, Bellacor's he... a red shirt? That's rough. That, that's, that's fucking rough. That's disrespectful right there. <laughs> You better put some respect on his name. That's rough. <laughs> Fuck. Um, damn, redshirt got redshirted. That's that's oof. So yeah, Bellacor coronated Archeon to be ever chosen. Apparently, he tried to eat. It. I didn't know that. I I, I thought he just kind of like was like fuck it, take the crown, and like there's nothing I can do about it. I didn't know he was no. He actually tried to consume his soul, and then uh it didn't fucking happen was it Archeon shows up at the shrine and is like give me my crown bitch was it just like a Archeon dunks his balls in Varanite and that's why his soul didn't get eaten or is there like an actual (laughs) good well-written reason as to why it fell apart 
Uh, you know, that's a good fucking question. Arkhan is a Mary Sue, and um, he doesn't need a good reason because he's Arkhan. Well, no, no, he dunks his balls in Varanite, guys. That's the reason. Come on, get your shit together. Even, even in the world that was before we got to AOS, he, like, transcended time and space to dunk his balls in Varanite, and that's why he has all this plot armor. Yep. Obviously. That's really that's how that works. Um, um Okay, Mitchell, I think you're correct. I think yours is correct. Mine is I'm, what correct. I'm the the whole like Belcor manipulating time or Belcor low key kind of being Archeon's grandpa type thing. Yeah. I, I'm looking into that right now while we're doing this because I was very curious. I think yours is correct. I think mine might just be like some weird non-canon book shenanigans, or maybe it was canonized and then it got uncanonized because they Grandpappy Bellacore. <laughs> I, I think the whole Grandpappy Bellacore thing is what is like the actual. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's it. Okay. Uh yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. yep, that's it. I still want to find the book that has it in there though, because it, that does sound pretty interesting. Probably Archeon Epichosm. Yeah, no, I'm gonna have to pick that up and give it a read. Or once the episode airs, Ozzy will like windmill slam half the book at me. Eh, as too. as as he does. Not right. the two. So, uh, then we move into the end times. Uh, Archeon is then unleashed once more upon. Uh, the mortal wor- the mortal realms, realms of folks, not realms of worlds. Um, the mortal world. Let's put it that way. He's unleashed once more because you know it's the fucking end times. Uh, ends up getting into a fight with Carl Franz. Almost beats Carl Franz. Um, but then Tekla shows up and basically banishes every demon on the battlefield back to the chaos realm. Was this before or after Teclis was made into an incarnate? Uh, I think it's before. No, if Teclis was fucking with Carl Franz, that like, or he when he was around where Carl Franz was, that had to have been after he got possessed by a wind of magic and became an incarnate. I don't think they had any reason to be near each other until that happened. I mean, this is supposed to be during like the end times. This is when yeah, Carl Franz okay. is marching to fight against Archeon. Yeah, then this is after. So yeah, that's when it wasn't really Carl Franz. It was actually Sigmar possessing Carl Franz's dead body. <laughs> and yeah, basically everyone and their dog was in Middenheim and uh, the world blew up. Kind of sounds like it was in that particular time for era of the end times because, you know, so much fucking happened in end times. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much all the important bits that you need to know about Bellacor when it comes to the old world. And it kind of gives a good basis of um, who he is in Age of Sigmar. Yeah, there's a lot more about him in the world that was. We're not trying to get super in depth because, once again, it's old world stuff. So like, it doesn't really matter because so much got retcon for AOS. So a lot of the shit we're talking about might not be what is considered canon anymore. Or maybe it is. Really, anything um, old world is not really considered canon. It's more of like... It's in-game um, myth, if that makes sense. Well, it, it's um, this really weird form of canon where it happened so long ago that, like, it's probably accurate, but also it happened so long ago that, like, who fucking cares? Yeah, but it's to really show that, like, Bellacor, major important character. This kind of gives a basis of who he is and what he is and will allow you to show if there is change or no change and, like, how he's acting now. 
which I think there's a big change in how he acts. He acts a lot more. He's out of his like teen years and he's like a good 25 is trying to make good sound decisions. Now he took, he took, he took, he took his shit, put it in a backpack and got it together. Yeah. He got, he got his shit together. Yep. I that should be pretty cool because that means talking about Bellacore and AOS in the next episode means that we're gonna get um to talk about like the Silver Tower and whatnot, and that means that I can talk about Croak and the Gaunt Summoner's battle in fucking space. Hell yeah. Yes. Um I will I will scan all these pages and I'll send them to y'all, okay? Uh yeah, that sounds via good. email because I am a professional. Oh, oh um, look at that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if, if y'all want to know more about Old War Bellicor, there is lots of stuff to read. Like I said, this was more of an outline just because, you know, like we said, it doesn't really matter anymore. We just wanted to kind of give an origin story because, you know, a bunch of cool shit did happen. And, you know, he's one of those characters that he is probably the oldest character that is not a chaos god. Yeah. Yeah. Man's old. Yeah. Yeah, he is. <laughs> but uh, I guess. I guess that's it. Question this episode mark? has been brought to you by my therapy couch. All right. Um, it's been a blast, guys. Oh. This episode is brought to you by Mitchell's existential dread. <laughs> doot, 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 doot. I've uh, been sitting on this the entire time and I am. Um, yeah, it has felt like therapy. This has been great. You know well, that um, SpongeBob me, the plank thing going like, see you in therapy. See you in therapy. Yeah, there we <laughs> go. Uh, well, yeah. That's that. Peace out. We'll see you in the next episode that will come out sometime because our, ske- our schedule's super fucked up right now because um, I got a lot of weddings I have to attend. Um, I have birthdays I have to attend. I will be going to Canada at the end of October. Mitchell has the audacity um, to have a life and like how fucking dare he? I, I know. How dare how I? How dare? <laughs> fucking nerd. Uh, we will let everyone know when the next episode will be in the Discord sometime very soon. Yep. Yep. Now, right. that be that being said, oh, ga- game night will be normal. So next Tuesday, also known as the 10th, will be game night and yes. we will have what game we're going to be playing in the gaming chat relatively soon. Yep. All right. Peace out. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye.